Hey guys, it's Taylor Marie Wagner, and you're listening to Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Get ready for a good time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Please like us on Facebook, where you can click the anchor link to leave us a voicemail. You can follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH. You can even email the show at StayTunedTNH at gmail.com. You can find our merchandise at tchip.com and by searching Stay Tuned. A big thank you to Jesus Perez for helping to set that up for us. And if you need any artistic help, you can look him up on Facebook at Ace in the Hole Signs and Graphics or Dirty Baby Original. And his website is aceintheholesigns.com. We are available on all major podcast platforms, including Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So please make sure to share, subscribe, rate, and review. We appreciate your support. Now, let's get into the show. And hello, and welcome to another episode of Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. And, uh, well, we have another uh, week of interviews, and uh, this week's uh, no exception. We have uh, Taylor Marie Wagner coming up, and uh, you're going to hear a lot of uh, interesting stories from her including who she has uh, collaborated with in the past. In fact, uh, I decided to do a little bit of an impromptu. Uh, This week's uh, collaboration is going to be uh, uh, some kind of linkage uh, to uh, Taylor Marie Wagner, and uh, and I'll let you know um, what that linkage is. Uh, So, but yeah, it's a really, uh, really cool interview. Um, You'll find that this girl is so down to earth. Uh, In fact... Uh, before we started interviewing her, she was uh, she just got back fly fi- from fly fishing with her uh, with her husband. Uh, they're from Nashville, and um, well, I will uh, I'll get into more of that later. But I want to let you guys uh, listen um, listen to the interview first and go from there. Oh, by the way, we have um, we are without Troy again this week, and uh, I. I think Troy is either just getting back from vacation or is back from vacation and probably um, resting it off. Um, or maybe, I don't know, maybe he was uh, with the witness protection um, program. So I guess we'll find out later, won't we? Uh, looking forward to hearing that probably next week from Troy. Uh, maybe even a little bit uh, when we do our football picks on uh, the middle of the week. So. But uh, speaking of that, by the way, football is coming up today and uh, week three already, which is amazing. just seems like everything is flying by. Uh, but I'm looking forward to uh, those games, including my Steelers taking on the Texans. And uh, that game is going to be interesting because uh, all three Watt brothers will be playing in that game. So two of them for the Steelers, Derek and, and uh, TJ. And then obviously for Houston, we got J.J. Watt playing. So, uh, but uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good weekend, uh, and and not only that, but geez, Monday night's gonna be uh, a thriller too. We got Baltimore taking on Kansas City, so I'm really pulling for Kansas City this week and uh, get my Steelers on the uh, top of the leaderboard anyway, if they win, of course. But uh, but yeah, with that being said, guys, uh, why don't we uh, go right into uh, this week's mystery clip, and I'm gonna tell you the uh, relationship that this person uh, has uh, with um, Taylor Marie Wagner. And by the way, you can uh, look up Taylor Marie Wagner at Taylor Marie Wagner Music. 
And you can find that on all her social media outlets. Uh, it's listed as Taylor Marie Wagner Music. So, with that being said, here is this week's mystery clip. Uh, not necessarily the band that's playing, but pay attention to who the writer is of this uh, particular song. If you're gonna play in Texas, you gotta have a fiddle in the band. That lead guitar is hot, but not for a Louisiana man. So wrong's enough that both are faded love and let's all dance. If you're gonna play in Texas, you gotta have a fiddle in the band. And that group, by the way, is Alabama. And uh, the song is, if you're going to play in Texas, in parentheses, you got to have a fiddle in the band. And uh, that song, like I said, was sung by Alabama, the group Alabama. And uh, But it was written by Dan Mitchell. Uh, Dan Mitchell passed away a little bit over a year ago. And, uh, yeah, if you get a chance, check up... Uh, Dan Mitchell and what he has accomplished. He has written a lot of uh, number one songs. and uh, uh, But the reason why I uh, chose this person this week is because of the relationship that Dan Mitchell has with our uh, next interview, Taylor Marie Wagner. And, uh, and Taylor and Dan were uh, really good friends. And, uh, and, you know, she and he also collaborated in uh, writing some songs. So uh, I'll let you talk. I'll let you hear her talk about him and uh, hear the significance of how he played a role in her life. In fact, um, she uh, she literally bumped into him and uh, knocked him over. But she'll explain about how that encounter happened. Uh, so yeah. So with that being said, guys, uh, why don't we um, take a break? And then right after the break, we're going to get right into our interview with uh, Taylor Marie Wagner. So sit back, enjoy the show, and, uh, and I hope you, uh, hope you enjoy uh, Taylor coming up right after this message. So stay tuned. All right. Hello and uh, welcome to another episode of, uh, I should say, another interview here at Stay Tuned. And uh, today, Troy, we have a guest uh, goes by the name of Taylor Marie Wagner and uh, Taylor uh, where are you from? I am from Elizabeth City, North Carolina originally, but I now reside in Nashville, Tennessee. Ah, nice. And uh, and Taylor, this is uh, Troy. And uh, Troy, Hi, Troy. Taylor. What's up? Hi, Taylor. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Yeah. So you said Elizabeth so, City, North Carolina. Is that near uh, New Bern? So it's like a couple hours north. I grew up uh, near the Outer Banks, near Kitty Hawk. Oh, that's right. Yeah, okay. Because I'm trying to think where I heard Elizabeth City, and that's near, uh, um, shoot, what is that, uh, the Gravedigger's place. Yeah! yeah. My mom actually taught um, some of the family and stuff. My mom teaches in Currytuck, which is where Gravedigger's from, and all the shops and everything are there. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was there, yeah. I guess, two summers ago, so... Okay. Very yep. cool. Most definitely. Yeah. Where? What are we about? Six, seven hours from uh, Outer Banks, give or take. Yeah, roughly. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, that's awesome. Where? Yeah. Where are you guys at? Uh, we're from Central Pennsylvania. Have you ever been to Hershey, PA? Yes. 
Yes, I went to college in Winchester, Virginia, but I used to rodeo and stuff, and I used to go up to Pennsylvania quite a bit. Um, I have a friend who lives in Birdenhan, yeah. and then I would go over to Lancaster. Um, I've played in, uh, let's see, in Lancaster a few times and played up that way, and I used to go to Hershey quite a bit. I mean, who doesn't love chocolate? So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's awesome. Uh, so, uh, okay, so so Birdenhan and Lancaster County. And, uh, and, and you said you still have a friend that lives in Lancaster? Yeah, I have a few friends that live up that way. I used to go up there quite a bit. My cop, where I went to school was about two hours from Hershey. Oh, okay. So I would drive up and go with friends for college. And, uh, that was one of our favorite places to go, obviously. I mean, who doesn't want chocolate? Like <laughs> exactly. I said, and you go there and, um, they had the shows, but I used to play, um, up in that area for a while and i i love that area it's a lot okay. of fun oh that's awesome well let's let the cat out of the bag then right um what did you play you're in nashville tennessee let's dwindle down the uh, clues here <laughs> what, what what do you do for uh for fun or for a living should we say so i am a singer songwriter and then outside of that i really enjoy horseback riding like i said i used to rodeo so that was uh, i was a barrel racer Oh, and wow. I'm very, I'm an outdoors kind of girl. I like hiking, fishing, and that sort of thing. Um, I was always more of a tomboy growing up, but that was okay. I'd rather, like, my husband and I, before my interview, actually went fly fishing. So. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. So I love, pretty much love the great outdoors. and uh, But my main thing is, obviously, it's uh, singer-songwriter. And just I really enjoy that. Um, I play guitar and piano and a little bit of mandolin. And so that's... Hmm what I enjoy and really also I get to work um I work doing social media and stuff for artists and helping them out and so that's something else that I get to do as a side project and I get to work with a lot of younger artists and kind of mentor them so that's a lot of fun for me as well oh that does sound like fun uh so so you mentioned rodeo did you ever do any rodeo rodeo up here in Pennsylvania because I know we have like the farm show that we do every year I've been to the farm show I love the farm show in Harrisburg yes okay wow it is a small world isn't it yeah when y'all said I was like I wonder where they're at six hours to the outer bank six seven hours I was like okay I'm curious so that is a really small world because I would have never I was actually talking to someone today about, I don't know if y'all are familiar with that. We used to go to Cowtown there in Jersey and do a rodeo there, but it was all part of the same circuit that goes to the farm show in Harrisburg as well. Okay. So, so you competed there. Really small world. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, wow. That is awesome. That's excellent. Yeah. And you said you had played up here as far as, uh, as far as musically, where'd you play? Uh, I played, it was a coffee place and it was in Lancaster. And now it, that has been, gosh, now I'm going to have to try and think it was, it, that's been probably five years ago or so. I would love to get back up that way and play. Yeah. Um, I played up there a lot when I was just in college and right out, right out of college because all my friends were there and it was like, Oh, let's go play. (laughs) But I would love to make it back up that way and play again. Um, Corner, oh, I just thought of it. Corner Coffee Shop, and now, oh, it's an intercourse, Pennsylvania. Uh, <laughs> I, just, okay. I had to remember. I was like, wait, I was like, it was not in Birdenham. So yeah, it's it's all the sexual innu- innuendo places of Lancaster County. <laughs> you know, when I first got asked to play there, they said something, and it said that in the email. Oh my <laughs> gosh! I read it again, 
and I didn't, I did not know that was actually the name of the town, but I started looking and I was like, is this a joke? I thought they had sent me something as a joke. <laughs> but then I was looking at one of my friends and I was like, I'm not too sure about this, like, menu. <laughs> and so when they sent it back, and then the lady was like, no, 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 sorry, that's the name of the town. And I, so I, like, started Googling it, and I was like, oh, it really is, okay. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of weird, strange uh, town names in that area. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's for sure. And, uh, yeah, obviously, you know, we got the Amish everywhere, and... Uh, so yeah, we're 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 hopping around here. We're we're stuck a little bit in back in time, but uh, other than that, you know, we're all good. So, <laughs> uh, so you had uh, you had said that you played. Is is that your full time gig? Yeah, music is my full time thing, um, and I've been really blessed to just really enjoy it. Now this year has been obviously a <laughs> totally different kind of year than normal, but. Right. It's still going really well. Um, okay. still going really well. And where is Nashville in regards to being open right now? Because I know there was a time where they were pretty shut down as well. Um, they're still kind of shut down. Um, shows are happening, but I mean, like one of the venues, for example, you're singing behind a shower curtain. <laughs> are you and serious? One of the craziest times ever. Like I, I was teasing my friend. I was like, so like, do I need to like bring soap on a rope and like stand up here and just like. <laughs> I was like, I could do that. And they were like, Taylor, I was like, I'm serious. Maybe I should show up like in like a pajamas. Like I, mean, I was joking with everyone, but they all knew I would seriously just stand up there with like some water rope. I, I wonder, I wonder, it, I'm hoping I should say at least that it's a, a clear shower curtain. It is, it is. <laughs> but I mean, it, it's quite, it's quite the sight. Um, and yeah. I don't know, like, I, I, yeah. And other places have just different protocols about like how many artists can be on stage and, mm-hmm. Things of that nature, but I'm actually heading out um, in like a couple of weeks to play out in Wyoming, and I'm just excited to finally have shows again and some stuff going on. I'm like, okay, this is like <laughs> finally clear enough. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's I'm awesome. Compared to that, yeah. Well, unfortunately, here in Pennsylvania, we're still not quite ready to to welcome anybody out of state. <laughs> uh, in fact, I if, understand that. Yeah, I mean, even if we go on vacation. Uh, and we come back, we're technically supposed to like quarantine for two weeks, even before we go back out of our house, which is, oh wow, which is like a little, yeah, little well, overboard. States, not all of them. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we have but, a list um, of states. In fact, I know Tennessee is on that list, uh, because I actually yeah. went to, uh, I went to Pigeon Forge for vacation and, uh, <laughs> and I, and I kept it, a I kept it a real quiet secret, you know, that I went there <laughs> Yeah, in fact, I even said, I was like, oh, I went to the Poconos, you know, um, up here. Secrets out now, Hallie. Yeah, exactly. I don't care. It's (laughs) it's been long. It's been uh, over a month ago, so I say bring it on at this point. But um, Um, (laughs) So let's, let's, um, the question I always like to ask is, um, how did this all start for you? Let's, uh, let's kind of go back in time and and what really got you involved in, in becoming the singer songwriter? So I was in college and I was studying to be, and I actually have a degree and I am licensed as a kinesiologist. Wow. Um, I was studying medicine, but I, all my friends at, I went to Shenandoah University. It's a big music school. Mm -hmm. All my friends were musicians. Well, my roommate that I was living with was actually playing the Grand Old Opry and she has since now played fiddle for Billy Ray. She's played for Blake Shelton, different major artists. Um, and 
I was like, wow, like, okay. And so we were going to write some songs together. Well, I started making friends up there and we were writing songs and my dad and I had written songs together when I was younger. And from there, um, I went to Nashville, um, with my roommate and she introduced me to producers and the people who I was like starting to, things were starting to happen. Well, when things really kind of happened for me, um, I met a gentleman one night out and it was Dan Mitchell. And at the time I didn't know it was Dan Mitchell, but he said we should write sometime. Mm-hmm. And I said, Okay. And I showed up to his place and I was like, whoa, I was like, I'm at the studio. And I realized I'm like, hey, I think this is where Jason Aldean records. I'm like, this is kind of cool. <laughs> and I'm like, huh. So I go into his office and we're supposed to write. And I'm like, wow, there's been a lot of number ones at this studio. And I'm like, seeing all these number one albums around there. And he looks at me and he goes, I wrote all those number ones. And I go, oh. I was like, well, that's cool. And I'm like, I'm like, Huh, I, I really didn't know that. And uh, Dan and I, Dan passed away about a year ago, but we oh. became really good friends. And uh, he really introduced me to the people and the, my co-writers and a lot of my friends. Um, and he wrote, uh, if you're going to play in Texas, you got to have a fiddle in the band for Alabama. Mm. Oh, written wow. songs for the Bridge Boys, um, Emmy Lou Harris. I mean, all these albums are hanging up there. I felt like... I felt so goofy when I'm like, wow, this studio has a lot of number one. And like, They're mine. I'm like, oh, wow. That's so funny that um, when you said about your friend playing fiddle, and then when you say about Dan Mitchell writing that song about the fiddle, um, yeah. that was the first thing that came to my head when you said about, you know, uh, your friend playing fiddle. I was like, well, you know, if you're going to play Texas, you got to have a fiddle in the band, right? So, <laughs> and then you go ahead and say he wrote that song. <laughs> I mean, what a coincidence, but. Wow. Um, so I'm assuming when you saw these number ones on the wall and you walk in there and uh, after he said, yeah, let's write together. And then you walk in, you're like, uh, yeah, let's write together. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. <laughs> I, we, we wrote many songs from that day, but I, I'll never forget walking in there, like I said. And then I started, there were other people in there I was talking to. And I, I remember calling my mom and dad after and I was like, wow. I think I just met the people I needed to meet, but didn't realize I was meeting them. I was like, I mm-hmm. hope I fixed my hair well enough today. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so what intrigued uh, Dan to like say, you know what, this is a person I wanna I wanna hook up and and write for. Like, what what was yeah. it that got his attention other than being introduced to him? Well, I actually like kind of bumped into him. He actually um, he fell, and I helped him up. But, oh my! Um, yeah. <laughs> so me just being the kind person that I was, honestly, I think I I, I call that like my godsend of good luck. Um, but I was out there doing a songwriter competition, and he was one of the judges. It oh. was him, Bridget Tatum, who wrote "She's Country" for Jason Aldean, okay. uh, Adele Borchetta, and Gretchen Wilson, and they were the judges. Wow! And I was talking with them after, and like I said, he fell, but I helped him up, and he was like, "Hey, here's my card. I really want to write with you." And I'm like, "Okay, sure." <laughs> And I, like I said, I didn't know anything about him at that point. Um, I was like, oh, he must be a big deal. You know, he's judging. But like I said, when I walked in there, I had no idea like that all of those records were his. I mean, there were so it was kind of crazy. And I was just like, wow. And I actually got to go um, right before he passed. He got inducted in the Hall of Fame. So I got to go to that. So. Oh, that's awesome. 
Yeah, and I mean, it was really cool. But like I said, I had no idea that the person I was walking into that meeting to write with was at like that <laughs> level. Like, wow. I'm, I'm glad he got to experience that before he passed. That's... Yeah, it was, it was pretty incredible. I really enjoyed it. So, so since uh, since meeting up with Dan, uh, what what have you done in regards to um, like performing with other artists, or have you performed with other artists, and uh, and what have you done for like basically for yourself in regards to uh, getting your career jump started, I guess, so to speak. So I guess my most, one of my most recent cool things, um, I was actually able to sit down and I got to write with one of the members of Three Doors Down and we, yeah, we got to write together and I teased like all my friends growing up. That was like one of my favorite boy bands. So I was sitting (laughs) there and like, I I told my husband, I was like, well, I was like, I have to not say anything, but he like starts talking about it. He was like, yeah, you know, everybody has that favorite band. They have a poster of, and the whole time I'm like, yeah, they do. (laughs) As a teenage girl, I had your band's poster. (laughs) Oh, wow. I guess the secret out on that now, if he hears this. Um, Yes. But we, uh, we wrote a song, um, over at Big Tent with David Reeder and Kristen Parisi, and he actually cut that. And so now that's out to radio and it went on the Texas charts and then it was on the CDX positive country charts and it went to number 27. And then I've had two other cuts uh, recently as a songwriter and one is still climbing the charts right now. We're at number 70. Wow. Fingers crossed we go up this week, um, but it's called Beach Vibes and uh, it's with the artist out of Texas as uh-huh. well as named Kristen Federick. And then I got my first rock and roll cut. Um, with a girl who names Claire Cunningham. The song's called Aim to Misbehave. Um, and Audley Friedley uh, played uh, the guitar on it and just a lot of really cool rocket. Like, I was like, this is really cool. (laughs) And so I'd never written rock and roll, but her and I became really good friends. And we wrote that one. Um, She actually used to be the lead singer of a group that was signed to Warner called Thunder Mother. And so if you look their stuff up, it's pretty cool music but uh definitely it was a lot of fun to get to write uh rock and roll and i've been working a lot on other songs um and some of my stuff and i'm hoping to put out new music uh coming up um and fingers crossed i have a couple songs right now that might get cut as well and it's been a i mean it's been a good year even though it's been a crazy year I've, i've started it out right now i've had three cuts just uh so far this year and i Hopefully, I have a few more coming out. So it's been a lot of fun, despite getting to play shows. I was kind of upset. I was supposed to play a lot of festivals that I've always like wanted to play, and I like um, I got invited to play a couple of different songwriters festivals and um, some other like major things that I had had on my bucket list that I was like, oh, I want to play that. Like, I hope I get invited one day. Well, I got invited this year, and I'm of like, course. of course, I get invited the year they cancel things. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, how com- how convenient, right? So yeah, exactly. So with with COVID being the way it is, obviously it's shut down a lot of things. But I guess in a way, I don't know. I don't know if you hinted this or not, but um, do you think do you think this actually allowed you to sit down and focus a little bit more on your writing uh, as opposed to yeah. thinking about going out and playing at events and so forth? Yeah, I've written more songs probably in the last few months. Like I've I've been tr- almost writing at least one song a week, but most some weeks I'm writing three or four, and and I'm getting to write with different artists, and it's been kind of cool because like this week I have a write with a 
young artists from Australia. And so, like, I've been learning all kinds of new technology, which this was a new one for me. And I'm like, okay, I'm like, how, because we're writing virtually and things, and the way things are going on, I'm like, this is, it's pretty neat for me because I'm getting to expand my writing with more Mm -hmm. artists by this, um, and just more time to kind of sit and think. And plus all the craziness in the world and just really great, like, you know, there's nothing better than scrolling Facebook to do my annual daily people watching to get song <laughs> ideas because people are great for that. You can just kind of read and observe their life and go, oh, this is a country music song. Yes. So, so, so when is that country music song about stay tuned uh, with both uh, Troy and I uh, come out? <laughs> <laughs> The right one, we could. There you go. There you go. You don't want to hear my. You don't want to see my writing skills. Trust me. How, how times have changed that we're now scrolling and uh, can we say cyber stalking Facebook people to write songs? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, there's nothing going on. It's like, man, I actually said to someone, I was like, I have the most time in my life to write a song, but I'm not going anywhere or doing anything. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, let me let me look at other people and kind of see their life. And like, oh, this is happening in this relationship. Oh, look at these comments. This is hilarious. And so it just kind of becomes songs because otherwise, I, for me, songs are about like experiences or things like happening in your life or like a mm-hmm. story. And I like I like to tell stories. That's something I really like to do with my writing. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, like right now, there's nowhere to like go or uh, until here recently, like some things are starting to open back up. So it's like, okay, life's getting a little more normal. Mm-hmm. Um, I never thought that I'd be looking for different masks to match each outfit daily. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I just didn't think that would be a fashion accessory. I actually teased um, Manuel, who makes a lot of the artist's clothes. I got, I, I teased, I was like, I didn't think my first piece of Manuel clothing would be a mask. I was like, this wasn't exactly my uh, first pick of of choice and they laughed but yeah did, now it was I, earlier you stated that you you know started dabbing and in, dabbling into even writing some some rock songs because of the yeah. people you're collaborating with so was country music always your avenue was that always what you listened to growing up and everything or i mean i know you said you did like three doors down but I listened um, to everything. Okay. Um, I, I was pretty diverse. My favorite singer of all time, though, is George Strait. So that okay. probably says. But okay. uh, I I like Poison, um, Def Leppard, uh, Guns N' Roses. I grew up listening to that with my dad, um, Aerosmith, stuff like that. And so I grew up liking classic rock um, as well as country music. Mm. But I will sit down and listen to Post Malone, and then I will go listen to uh, my music. Like right now, like even now, like my music is so diverse. Um, I, if I like a song, I like it. It doesn't matter what genre it is for me. Mm-hmm. So, well, you know, this area's claim to fame is uh, it's where Poison is from. Very cool. Yeah. So, uh, well, two two of the members were right. Yeah. Well, the lead singer Brett Michaels and yeah. uh, and uh, I forget who else. The drummer. Yeah. Ricky drummer. Rocket. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. actually, actually, I think Bobby Dahl was too, wasn't he? I think they all were except for uh, except Cece. for Cece. Yeah. 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 He was he was a he was a California kid, I think. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. So, what they is your process? A- I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, they put on a great show. They do. I've actually been to two of their concerts and uh, really, yeah, they do put on a great show. Uh, what is your, like when, when you talk about you write like at least a, a song or, or a couple songs a week, 
what is the process? Obviously, you're, you know, right now you're just scrolling through the social media and, and coming up with some good storylines. But like on a normal non-COVID week, what is the process that goes into your thoughts when it comes to writing? Um, I try to like write about like real life experiences, um, I guess. So, for example, one of my songs I have out is called um, Dear Secret Admirer. Mm hmm. So it's called that because I had a box show up for my birthday and it was random stuff like really nice jewelry, candles, oh lotion gosh. and all this like beautiful stuff. And I was like, wow, this was prior to me being married or I didn't have a boyfriend or anything at the time. And I'm like, man. And so my friend Savannah was on her way over and she was like, who sent you all this? And I was like, I don't know, <laughs> but I want to know. And so... We were like laughing about it, but we ended up writing a song called Dear Secret Admire. And we wrote that because, well, we, I wanted, you know, like, was I like in the lines of the song, it goes, who's the face behind all this beautiful stuff? Like, and it asks, like, are you someone I want to know? Or are you just a creep? Like, it was kind of <laughs> creepy. Like, how does this person have my address? Because I had just moved to this place. And I mean, no one, like you and my friends mostly didn't know I'd moved there. So I was like, is someone stalking me? Like, this is kind of weird. But yeah. Yeah. So just I like to write about like events um, happening in my life or sometimes people like friends or family will be telling me a story and I'm like oh wait hold on let me write that down that's great and sometimes if it's something I don't think they'd want me to share I just don't tell them I write it down anyway <laughs> <laughs> so is that what you do you so, have like a notepad with you and then and a pen or whatever and then if something comes to mind you just automatically just with that pad out and yeah, write on I'll just, it. Yeah, I'll jot something down and it could just be like one word. Sometimes it's a few lines and then I'll just start working on it and kind of build from there. And I like to co-write a lot. So then we'll just kind of build something together. And sometimes I have, like I said, I come to a write and I have like a, a whole verse or just a chorus or sometimes I have one word and I'm like, this is the hook. Um, with the rock song that I had to cut, all I had was I was like, aim to misbehave. I was like, I don't know. I was like, but this is not a country song. And yeah. when she came walking in for our right, I was like, okay, I can write my rock and roll song. <laughs> and I knew, like, I, I was like, all right. So, um, yeah, I mean. So two follow-up questions. Uh, number one, um, did you find out who that, did you ever find out who that secret admirer was? I did not. Doesn't that suck? <laughs> yeah, that a little bit. So with our with our worldwide audience, if you're listening and you sent this stuff to Taylor, like please identify yourself at this point. Like it's been five years or however long it's been. Like let's get to the bottom of this mystery. My second question for you is: um, I like to ask a lot of artists that write music. Um, how do you do? You like to do the lyrics first and then put the tune to it, or do you like coming up with the tune and then putting the lyrics to the tune? I, I do it both ways because okay. sometimes I'll just be sitting around with my guitar playing something and I'm like, huh, this sounds kind of cool. Um, but that's more, some, that's more kind of happens for me. I usually write. And then as I'm writing it, like I'll start working on a melody as I, as I go. Mm -hmm. so that's more my, more okay. my thing. I saw on your uh, social media, by the way, um, I think you had mentioned that uh, one of the songs that you helped write or did write made it to number one on uh, iTunes. No, that is my friend. I actually write with her on Thursday. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. write with her this week. Um, that's, she's actually the one. She's from Australia. So oh. I'm like, what an opportunity. Um, yeah. So I'm really excited. She's got a lot of cool stuff going on. And that song, it 
debuted at number one. So. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you're, I'm you're... really excited for our right, and I even told her I was like, you know, I was like, if it wasn't for COVID, I don't even know if we would have had time to do this, and I'm like super excited, and so. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, so that's awesome. So, um, like. As a performer, do you have like a specific label that you're signed to or, or how does that work? Um, right now I'm independent, but I um, do social media and marketing. And then I also have been doing a lot of my writing with uh, Big Tent Nashville Publishing. Mm-hmm. And I'm forever grateful to Big Tent. Um, they produced and helped me co-write um, that my song Better Off. And then also... The cut that I had with Three Doors Down, it was written there with them. Um, and a lot of the songs that I've been fortunate enough to have cuts with and just really grow as a writer. Um, I started writing with them and I the first write I had there, I just I loved it and I continued writing and then they I started to get to write with people that I, I dreamed of writing with and it was a it was a great experience and I actually met them briefly after uh I had met them prior to Dan passing, but I was really starting to get the, to know them more after, and they were just super helpful. And mm-hmm. like I said, um, thanks to them, I got to release my single "Better Off," and it did so well. And Kristen over there did an amazing job producing it. And they're in the if you're driving down Music Row, they're right before you get to Warner. They're in the old Hank Williams building there. Oh by yeah, Curve. yeah, I know that. Okay. Yeah, I've been to, I've been yeah. to Nashville a couple times, and uh, yeah, I've never been that. I've never been out that mm-hmm. way, so I'm not sure. But uh, I'll tell you what, Troy. If you ever get a chance, and and I'm going to be honest with you, Taylor, I'm not a huge country fan. But every time I go down to Nashville, there is no better setting in the in my opinion in the entire world. Walking down Music Row and just listening to all the windows and the doors open, and listening to the live bands coming out of the different bars. And uh, it's just amazing. And, oh, my gosh, I love that atmosphere down there. And I, I can't imagine, like, what it must be like for you because that is your job to just be playing. Do you play at a lot of those places or? I have, yes. Um, I have played – when I first moved to town, I played down there a lot. And I've gotten to play at several of the different places. And I totally agree with you just because I like a diversity in music. And you can go and walk down there. And a lot of people associate Nashville strictly with country. And yet when you're walking mm-hmm. down there, you can hear anything from Willie Nelson and Loretta Lynn to <laughs> rock and roll to hip hop and pop. I think I've even heard R&B. And it's neat because, yeah. I mean, Nashville's full of just so much diversity, especially even more so now. From when I moved there to now, the diversity of the pop and mm-hmm. the R&B that have been brought into country. I love it. Some people are like, well, that's not country music. And I'm like, well, it, it is now. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of fun. Um, I do a lot of pop. My music is very on the edge of being pop. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's that very poppy country. And yeah. I, I like, I like writing that. Um, it's a lot of fun. And sure. I'm grateful for like the LA influence that has been brought into Nashville. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, walking down there, getting to play. I mean, you also never know who you're going to just play with down there, or who might walk in. Or I mean, I've had several friends, they've been playing down there, and the artist will come in and go, hey, let's sing one together. And it, and it just it happens. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Well, that, that, re- that reminded me of two stories. Um, 
Number one, we had we had just interviewed some uh, two sisters about eh, what was it, about three or four weeks ago. How are you? Or, yeah, a few um, weeks ago. Yeah, something like that. But they're a group called Wildfire, and they're based out of Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas, and uh, they're they're in that same range. There. They're pop, they're country, um, but they haven't really decided if they're going to be pop country, if they're going to be pop, if they're going to be country. So they're still playing with that right now, and they're still young. They're what fifteen and seventeen, I think, is what they something were. Something like that. So yeah. they still got time to figure that out. Um, but the other thing that reminded me of is, um, do you know an artist called uh, Modest Yahoo? I've heard the name, yes. Okay. Well, he's actually from um, um, the Philadelphia area, and it, he uh, he sings R&B type stuff, and uh, there's an awesome video on YouTube. you got to look it up. He okay. sings a song called, um, oh my gosh, why can't I think of the name of the song right now? Um, I think it's called One Day. Yeah, it's called One Day. And uh, he's, there's a, somebody in the coffee shop just singing his song, and he's in there listening to this guy sing his song. And all of a sudden, he gets up and starts singing with the guy, and the guy doesn't even know who it is singing with him until he tells him at the end when he's done singing. <laughs> so you guys got to check that video out. That's really cool. Yeah, that does sound pretty cool. Yeah. And, so and have you had the chance to um, to collaborate with um, anybody that um, like kind of just snuck up in on you like that when you were in the middle of singing? or? Um, no, not in that respect, but I've definitely heard his stories like that. A good friend of mine was the lead singer, kind of same story, what you were saying there with the Lost Trailers, and he was in a bar one time, and their song, Holler Back, was really popular. It was the theme song for Monday Night Football at one time, but yeah. these girls are sitting behind him. I remember he videoed it on Snapchat and sent <laughs> it to us, and the song comes on, and you can hear the one girl go, man, I wonder what happened to that lead singer. He used to be so hot. And he's sitting there with them right behind them, and he's, like, laughing. And so finally he was like, I had to turn around and say hello. But I was like, so I'll never forget. Like, I remember seeing that video. That immediately made me think of that. <laughs> that is too funny. Um, as Troy mentioned, we interviewed that group, uh, Wildfire, and uh, they are also independent just like yourself. And uh, but they say uh, being independent is a lot better for them because it gives them so much control. Uh, Do you feel? Yeah. Is that is that kind of the reason why you're sticking with that or or is your goal to uh, have like a major label uh, or or whatever? Or what is your goal? So I like having right now, I I, like they said, you do have more control when you're independent for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been fortunate enough to get to write with a lot of different writers from different teams. Um, like Ashley, Mc, some of Ashley McBride's writers, Kelsey Ballerini's and stuff and different ones that are tied mm. to Warner, tied to Sony and stuff. So I'm always open for anything that opportunity that presents itself. Um, I'm fortunate enough, like I said, to work with the publisher I've been working with and I, mm. I'm hopeful uh, with the cuts that have been coming there and things that have been happening. I, I think some doors are starting to open. I think more would have opened if COVID hadn't happened, <laughs> kind of knowing what the meetings and stuff happening. But hopefully uh, all this passes and we can get back to those meetings. Um, I'm really right. excited. I, I would be okay with having a label for sure. Okay. Um, and I would definitely love to love to get out there some more. And like, like I said, uh, I – before all this happened, we're working on some stuff, but hopefully we'll uh, keep working on some more, mm-hmm. get some stuff rolling. And also, too, um, with, you know, with so much exposure on TV with like the different shows like American Idol or The Voice, have you ever had the desire or have you have you ever tried out for one of those avenues in regards to um, getting some more recognition or notoriety? 
not. That's just hasn't been an avenue that I had really wanted to do. Um, okay. Just because, I mean, I have several friends. I've actually, several of my co-writers have been on the show. Mm. Um, I Tristan McIntosh, I think she was finished like third. Audrey McLaughlin that was oh, on wow. Team Blake. Um, and just a few others. They're really good friends of mine. I love them dearly. It hasn't been really an avenue that I went for. Um, but I moved to Nashville wanting to be a songwriter. And it kind of grew from there. Well, as you can see, most of the stuff I talk about has been more of the writing. But mm-hmm. when I started writing that publisher at Big Tent, we wrote a song. And I was like, man, who are we going to pitch this to? And they're like, you. And I was like, huh? And they're like, you're going to sing it. And so that's what happened. Oh, and I wow. was like, I'm going to sing it. And so they're like, yeah. And I was like, okay. And so they, like I said, they did the production there at the label and everything. And I'm like, I'm grateful for that. But it was kind of one of those moments. I was like, I'm cool. Like, I want to be a songwriter. (laughs) Like, what are we doing here? We're pitching it to me. Like, I sat there for a minute. I was like, me? I was like, huh? And Um, I think there were probably, I I, like, for a second, I was like, is there a singer named me? Like, I I really (laughs) was like, so... Okay, so so uh, with that being said, uh, you know, and just just by your response, is is confidence ever an issue with you, or just trusting in yourself, or or is that just something that you're just shy, or or what is it? I just I didn't. I mean, everybody, when you move to Nashville, you want a record deal, you want to be in those rooms, and. Mm-hmm. I just kind of had the mentality of, can someone pinch me? Is this real? Like, <laughs> I mean, I I wanted my whole life to have a label and publisher that was like, hey, we want you to sing this. We're going to do it. Let's do it. And it was like, wow, this is really happening. And and some of those rights, it was they were like they were pinch me moments. It, it was mm. like, hey, you're going to write with so and so today, and I'm like, I am. Okay, <laughs> cool. I'll, I'll be there. That's so. a, that's amazing. So so when you write with someone like. Uh, like the uh, folks from three doors down. Uh, how does that process even happen? Like to the point where are you sitting in a room with them writing or are you okay? So are you like sharing ideas in the moment or how's that work? Yeah, um, we're, it, it was in person, just kind of sharing ideas in the moment, kind of seeing, you know, what, what we had. And I, I honestly really, I like what virtual rights have created, but I said to someone the other day, for me, I love, I, I always will say songwriting is my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. And I love getting to sit down with the artists that I get to work with. And they might start telling me a story and I'm over there taking notes because they're telling me about their life. But I'm like, hello, you said you don't have an idea. Yeah, you do. Your life's the song. Like, let's write it. But with virtual rights, I feel like people don't open up or you don't have that conversation like you might would have in person. Right. Um, so I definitely miss that aspect of getting to know someone. I mean, right on down to what someone wears, how they dress, like their style, everything. Usually when someone comes in, like like I said, with the one girl, I knew immediately when she walked in the room, she was a rocker. I mean, it was like <laughs> it was an immediate. I was like, oh, OK. Yes. And so it it's definitely kind of one of those things where I miss that aspect of, of writing and kind of being able to shape a story. Mm-hmm. So if you were, let's just say you had a choice of having one of your songs that you wrote win a Grammy or you winning a Grammy for singing, what would you prefer? Oh, that's a tough one. Either. <laughs> I mean, who either, you know, um, I would be okay with either one of those. Yeah, but you know what? Um, you only get to choose one. Don't be greedy, Taylor. 
Come on now. <laughs> um, I, I guess. I guess. Let me try to rephrase that question if I could. Sure. Um, would you take more pride in singing somebody else's song and winning a Grammy, or your song that you wrote and somebody else singing and winning a Grammy? A song I wrote. Um, that's that, what I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's definitely. I I really love getting to write my songs. Yeah. Um, and I have I've had people in the past pitch songs to me as an artist, which when that started happening, it was like, huh, they want me to sing their song. I was like, this is cool. It was kind of like again, it was like, wow, all right. <laughs> um, but I and a lot of times I'll my like way of unless I like really believe in the song, usually, but I've never released anything that I didn't write. But what I'll say is I'll be like, hey, this is really cool. I love it, but let's write one together mm-hmm. because I want it. I want to write with them. I was like, I really like to be a part of my songs. Um, and for me, even with artists, some of them, they will cut songs, but I really like to actually write with the artist. Yeah. Because to me, what for me, even as an artist in that aspect, it's a lot easier to sing a song. That's your story than trying to sing a song and make it believable that someone else's. Mm-hmm. That makes perfect sense for sure. That, that was actually one of the questions I asked the, the girls from Wildfire, too. Like, um, do you find it hard to find the inspiration or the feeling in a song that you don't write? Like, it's obviously harder than one that you wrote, but how do you think some artists do that? Or, and can you do that? Like, if there's a song given to you, how, how do you try to find inspiration? You just look at it. You just try to interpret it the best way you could and try to put yourself in that situation? Or? Yeah, trying to relate to what's happening there. Um, a lot of times, uh, the artist, um, if they hear a song and they're like, hey, I can relate to this, sometimes they'll actually talk to those writers and give input and say, hey, like I want to make these changes. I had a guy cut a song I wrote on with some other writers, and he wanted to cut it, but he was like, hey, can we make these changes? This relates to my life, but if I can do this, then I can relate it this way. And I'm like, cool, that's great. Um, Mm -hmm. So that kind of happens. I know for myself, you know, just sometimes songs are like, yeah, you can't relate to this, or some are just fun. Mm -hmm. Um, But definitely trying to put yourself in that scenario of what's going on, because your emotions and how you're – presenting yourself on stage um especially i'm someone i don't want to be boring on stage to people i let's have fun um i'm all about just kicking back having some cold ones and let's have a party and i mean and that's just me um i kind of could come off as shy if you know me outside of like performing Mm -hmm. and what's funny is um like our VP there, he like teased me. He was like, you're so bubbly and fun on stage. And then I get you in a room. And if I get like some words out of you, I'm doing good. Like he picks on me about it. But I was like, well, I'm having fun up there. I want everyone else to have fun and you just have a blast. Um, and that's kind of my thing, but I don't ever want to come across as, as boring. Like for me, I've gone to concerts and I felt like I wasn't just you, you want your fans to have fun. You want them to enjoy themselves. And right. if your music's not engaging them, they're not having a good time or you're not seeing something that's, I mean, I, I make a room cry, show them emotion or having that kind of feeling. It, what's the point? I mean, granted, George Strait can stand up there with his guitar and convey so much emotion <laughs> that it's kind of like, really, I, the whole world listens. But it's you know, and, and Garth Brooks is jumping around on stage, and yeah. he's just so fun. I mean, and that's I see him, and my one of my favorite singers of all time was Shania Twain. Oh wow! So I mean, 
watching her perform and go, let's go girls. And like just out <laughs> and all over the place and having fun. I was like, yeah, I want to do this. This is cool. So, so, so someone like a Shania Twain, uh, she kind of, I would say crossed both sides, you know, both the pop and country side. So is that where you would love to see that direction take you? Who wouldn't want to be a Shania? Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. Um, Oh, wow. That's, that's, uh, that's quite a path that you're taking. I mean, do you like ever like sit back and say, wow, I wrote for this person. I wrote for that person. Uh, I, I get to perform. I get to go like, for example, you're going to Wyoming shortly, and you know, do, do you ever look at yourself and say, you know what? Wow, this is this is where I want to be right now in this place and time. Yeah, it's it's been. Um, I'm really grateful just for the opportunities that just have been put in my life and that God's given me, and the mm-hmm. things that are just happening. Like I said, they're they're pinch me moments, and. If you'd have told me, like, hey, you're going to write with Three Doors Down, or and next week you're going to write with so-and-so that wrote for Kelsey Ballerini, and two weeks from now you're going to be writing with people that write for Ashley McBride, and all this stuff's going to happen, I would have looked at someone, I mean, and I would have said, yeah, right. Because, I mean, prior to all of this, I like you said, I was in school to be a kinesiologist. Um, mm-hmm. I was playing college volleyball and rodeoing. And wow. I had, I just that was my thing. Like I love that kind of stuff and I just like to play music for fun. Mm -hmm. And I had no idea. Like I just, I started writing. I was actually supposed to go to the university of Tennessee to get my master's and continue on to um, become a surgeon. And I wanted to do orthopedic surgery, but I decided I got into Tennessee to get my master's and I was continuing on. I was going to do that, but I didn't go. Um, because I had been going to Nashville with my roommate. Well, I had gone on a trip on my own, and I would written a song with uh, three other writers, and it became the theme song for the second tour campaign for the veterans. I got a phone call, and they're like, hey, they want to use the song for this. And I'm like, okay, this is kind of <laughs> cool. Like, wow, all right, somebody wants to make my song like their theme song, and it was going to be for the veterans. And I remember at that moment, my mom was like, so do you want to be in Knoxville at UT or do you want to be at Nashville? And I was like, I want to be in Nashville. Yeah, I'm not going to get that master. Sorry, mom. Yep. <laughs> so that's kind of, that's where it changed. Um, and it, it is kind of funny because whenever, like, if I'm around and someone has, like, anything go wrong, like, medically, I'm like, oh, can I help you? And they're like, looking at me like you're, they're like, you're a singer-songwriter. And I'm yeah. like, well, actually, I'm actually licensed yeah. to help you, but. I just saw you singing behind the mic. Don't even think you're going to be touching me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and putting down a few cold ones. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so so, so what, what were the cold ones of choice then? Uh, well, if it's beer, just. Bud Light, but I'm a Jack Daniels girl. Ah, so there you go. Yeah, Jack and Coke. Tennessee home <laughs> homegrown, right? Uh, exactly. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was wondering if she'd go the craft beer route, and then I was going to try to push our our friends at Liquid Noise Brewery in Marysville, <laughs> but we'll get there that cheap plug in there anyway, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah. Then uh, also, you mentioned that you're married. So, what does your husband do? He is also a songwriter, and then he does graphic design, and he used to snowboard professionally as well. Oh, my. So, professional snowboarder. Yeah, he, um, 
he actually moved out to Nashville. I got him to leave Breckenridge, Colorado, <laughs> and uh, come move to Nashville with me. And now we uh, we write songs together and just wow. have a good old time. Yeah, okay. he, it's pretty great. And getting to do this together and. As he told someone the other day, he was like, man, job. He was like, yeah. He was like, yeah, security, chauffeur, I drive her around to this. We go right. And I was like, really, honey? But he, <laughs> I'm really grateful for that. I mean, he does pretty much come to all my shows. And we mm -hmm. uh, just have a lot of fun on the road uh, getting to see. And I think just in our, when we first started dating, I think in our first year of dating, we covered 25 states. Oh my gosh. Um, on the road. Yeah, we had a map and we like, you scratch it off like states you've been to together. And I like, I was teasing. I told my mom, I was like, wow. I was like, well, I was like, in like less than a few years, we'll have covered all 50 states. <laughs> and it's kind of crazy um, to think about, but it's definitely a lot of fun. Yeah, I bet. So, how much competing do you do with your husband when it comes to writing songs? <laughs> Well, um, so he's actually my co-writer, one of my co-writers on this song that's on the charts right now at number 70. Oh, okay. And he has this thing, um, we've been writing with another artist and he's talking about cutting it and there's a lot of, um, that artist has a lot of people backing him right now and he has this thing, he's like, I only write bangers. He was like, see, he was like, everything you write with me, honey's charting. He was like, hello, take notes. And I'm like, really? Okay. Ah. There we go. So that's good, though. It's good to have a little competitive blood in the household, right? Yeah. So how's Absolutely. so when when you told your mom that you know what I don't feel like being a surgeon anymore, you know, <laughs> guaranteed a lot of money. Obviously, I think I'm going to move to Nashville and take my chances. And and let's face it, you go to Nashville. The one thing you do notice is a lot of homeless, starving musicians. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so so what? If, Number one, what was your thought when you were like, you know what, I'm going to just kind of, I don't want to say toss it away, but put it to the side and take my chances and see what I can do with the music part. And then not, on, not only that, but inform your mom and your family, I'm assuming that, hey, this is the route I want to go. And how was that received? Um, so my dad and I wrote and stuff together. My family, they they were supportive of it. Um as far as my mom and dad, I still had other relatives, and I, I still to date, um, I know people who are just like, what's your daughter doing with her life? Because a lot of people, they don't see me necessarily releasing the music, and so many people, if they're not in the music industry, don't understand what a songwriter is. Mm -hmm. And they don't, under, they're like, well, what is she doing? My dad's like, well, she writes songs. And then, then the people just like, kind of look at him, and he's like, oh, well. And so, I mean, I have to say, like, they've been uh, super supportive. But, yeah, when I look at a lot of people, I actually was talking to someone the other day um, in the music industry, and they were like, sorry, Taylor, it's been a rough day. And they, they started telling me about something going on with their parents. And I was like, oh, and then I started like naming the parts of what was going on and with the neurology. And I was like telling them everything. And I was like, you need to call this, this and this. And she stops and like, we're, we're mid conversation. She's like, how do you know all of this? <laughs> and I was like, well, I actually passed my licensing exam and my boards to be a licensed kinesiologist. And I said, and I was going on for to become a surgeon. And she just like, there's like a full stop. And she was like, wait a minute, what? And so I was like, well, I, I was like, if I can be of any assistance, just give me a call. And so I was like, I got into every medical school I applied to. Wow. So we were 
you were laughing, but I was able to help her with that and uh, just some questions. But a lot of people don't expect that at all. Yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, when I tell people that I gave up that, they're kind of like, are you crazy? Because like you said, it is a, a lot of money and basically uh, songwriting and stuff was kind of just taking a chance. But I've always been a risk taker. Mm-hmm. Um I tell anyone if you're crazy enough to do rodeo and hop on a horse and do any of that crazy stuff. Um, that is crazy. You're a risk. I mean, I like, I am an adrenaline rush person and I was just like, you know what? I want to do this. And it was kind of one of those things. I knew I wasn't going to quit wanting to do it and I still want to do it. Um, and so that's kind of, kind of where I was at with it. And I, you know, I still love helping people. Obviously I'm, I miss kind of that aspect of getting to help people with that sure. stuff but now i get to help people with music mm-hmm. and uh so it that was that was a lot of fun and i still like i like to play for people and do that kind of sort of thing if they're like for kids or stuff um like if they're sick and different things going on and sure. i kind of still like that avenue of things but it is it is different now a lot of people still think i'm crazy for giving that up <laughs> well you know uh, the question what? i wanted to well, a question I wanted to rewind to real quick, if I could. Um, where were you at? Were, were you in the midst of traveling and trying to uh, create a name for yourself when you met your husband? Where, like, where is he originally from? How did you guys cross paths? How did that happen? Uh, actually, I met him when I was 12 in the Outer Banks when I was fishing. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, we were, we were friends, but we hadn't really reconnected um, in a while. But he had moved out to Colorado and... He was doing his thing out there, and I was in Nashville, and I actually told him, I was like, so I have, like, a show coming up with one of the guys from Three Doors Down, and I'm playing with this other guy that wrote a number one stuff. I was like, you should come fly out and visit, and I wanted him to come out and visit, and, I mean, ladies, anyone listening, you know, (laughs) if you kind of think a guy's cute and you're, you know, trying to draw pants, I was trying at that point. I was like, yeah, maybe he'll come visit, you know, (laughs) and so he was like, yeah, I'll come, and he flew out, and he never left. So, wow. And how long ago yeah. was that? Uh, that was right at two years ago now. So we've been married six months. Oh, so. my. So you're newlyweds, huh? Yeah. We, right. we got married actually the weekend before COVID hit, literally. <laughs> so our honeymoon kind of got like, we were supposed to go on a cruise and we get there and everyone's in hazmat suits. <laughs> and I'm like... I don't think we're going on a cruise. <laughs> and so we're like down in Florida and we're like, oh, whatever. Let's, we're already in Miami. So we were like, okay, well, whatever. Let's drive to the Florida Keys. There you go. So we drove down to the Keys. But the funniest thing for me is we went on our honeymoon. Our cruise got canceled. And the only restaurants open in the Keys at this point were Taco Bell and McDonald's. <laughs> so I was like, at least the scenery is great because everything else is kind of a mess. <laughs> So, so 20 years from now, when you guys go out for your anniversary dinner, it's going to be either Taco Bell's or Taco Bell or McDonald's. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> oh, you have to just for nostalgia, exactly. though. Exactly. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to hook them up here. Make keep keep the keep it a cheap date. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Wow, you know what? I mean, I I honestly did not imagine like when I saw uh, when I came across your site on Instagram and such. I really didn't imagine like all the stuff that you have done and uh, and have accomplished. That's really impressive, Taylor. 
And uh, yeah, no problem. And you seem very humble about it. In fact, the fact that I didn't know all this stuff and that you didn't like gloatfully advertise it tells me a lot about you in itself. And uh, and and you can still be successful and accomplish a lot of things without having to put your name on big giant billboards saying, look what I did, you know, and uh, and that's pretty cool about you. And I and I think it's really been a lot of fun talking to you about this. I think some pro athletes could probably learn a lot from her. Oh, and some movie stars, actually. But. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think about all that, by the way, with, uh, with like, I'm trying to think of a good example, but um, about the people who think they're a lot bigger than they are and, and they just feel like, you know, they've made it to this level, so we're going to... That their voice is more important. Right. Like, we're just going to forget yeah. about the people below us now. We're just going to focus on ourselves and ourselves only. I guess, so that takes me back to a moment. Um, I obviously, I was an athlete myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I played sports. But I think the one thing that always drove me nuts is everyone like you always have there's always one person on every team that just thinks they're they're the it person they're yeah. better than everyone else and i mean there is no i in team um and so everybody's got to work together in order to succeed and you have to figure that out but i always say um work silently and let the success do the talking um and you can work in your own quiet and it, when things start hitting you know but one of my favorite also sayings is it takes zero dollars and zero cents to be a decent person. Mm. Um, and the world needs more of those. But, uh, <laughs> Can't argue I know that. like I was a volleyball coach and I stepped in and took over a program that had not won a game um, right out of college. And I remember that I, I ended up a young lady got cut from the team and I was because of attitude mm. and, I, you know, I later, I later talked to her. I was like, listen, I was like, I know other, I was like, I had athletes that I played with in college who were cut from their teams. Things happen, but I didn't realize at the time that she had been the prior season's team MVP, but I was like, oh, wow. Oh, well, I wasn't going to, like, I don't tolerate that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't, that anybody, you know, I told some of the girls who were like, coach, we can't play like her. I'm like, yeah, you can. It's called put in, put in the time, bust yeah. your butt, and do some work. Um, and I wish more more kids today would see, like, nothing in life's going to be handed to you. Um, it's going to take work. And I didn't realize, you know, I'm young myself. I mean, I'm still in my 20s, but I didn't realize even, like, today's generation – when I took that job, I mean, I had young athletes. They were like, so, like, do we have to run this much? And, like, do we have to put our hair in a ponytail? And I'm like, yes, this isn't a fashion game. Like, yes, Oh, my like. goodness. And so, and I, I kind of saw that stuff. And it, it's one of those things where I wish more of today's generation would realize, like, life's not going to be handed to you on a silver platter. You have to mm-hmm. work for things. Um if you want to get to that next level, you're going to have to put in the time and the efforts and work towards mm-hmm. those things happening. Um, yeah. So. And I, and I think that might be the issue, Taylor, everybody thinks that they have a voice. And then when they speak, like for example, on a platform like social media, whether it's making a video on YouTube, they automatically think that a million people are listening to them when in reality it might be two or three and they're just not getting it. Uh, they're not realizing that they're not as important as they feel like they should be. 
and uh, and and they do have to have a little bit of a growing up process, I guess. Yeah, and some of them never grow up. I can say that <laughs> I oh, some people, but you know, there's there's good and bad and everything. But you know, all these posts and the stuff make great songs because everybody <laughs> has their opinion. There we go. There, we go. there you go. They That's... put in their opinion. You see, like one line, and someone's like, "You always have that that lovely." If anyone's named Karen, I'm sorry, but you always have <laughs> Karen that's like, hey, well, it's this, this, and this. And they have like four or five mm. sentences of like what they think their opinion is. And it's like, whoa, I don't even know if that person was asking for it, but thank you. And I like, I read all this stuff and I'm just like, oh, okay, this is funny. Like, here's a song because, yeah. I so it's want you to, that's awesome. I so want you to write a blog about all the pieces of paper that you write from reading the different posts <laughs> that would be a fun read just in itself and then based off of what you wrote off of those uh media sites or the social media and such i want to see how you put those words into songs that's got to be quite an interesting process that would be funny I, well like for example i i jotted down something the other day i I see a lot of people like they're in a relationship and then like two days later, I'm like, Oh, that was short. And I'm like, my phone battery lasts longer than your relationship. <laughs> and I wrote that down the other day. <laughs> and so, I mean, that's like something cause I'm just like, Whoa, this is, and so just like silly stuff like that. So yeah, blog probably could. Kind of yeah. You probably get a, a lot of silly ideas like that, that wouldn't really fit into a song, but maybe somewhere down the line, maybe a uh, weird Al, you know, maybe he can take something from you and write something from it, you know? Yeah, there you go. It's definitely, it's pretty entertaining to watch. I, I can't believe some of the things people actually post. I'm like, am I really seeing this? Uh. I mean, because on, on my pages, um, I have like one, like my private stuff with my family and friends, but all my other stuff, like even on, I have a Facebook stuff and I'm friends with a lot of my fans and stuff. So I don't know these people. Mm -hmm. right. But I'm seeing their posts and stuff and I'm like, Wow, I don't think I'd ever post that. All right, well, and I just start reading some stuff, and I'm like, "This is hilarious." Okay, and then you go and write it down, right? Yeah, yeah you know, why not? Why that, not? that reminds me of something else. There's, do you, do you know who Mitch Hedberg was? The comedian Mitch Hedberg. Yes. Okay, he, I, one of one of my favorite jokes by him is uh, as a comedian, if I think of something funny and I'm in my sleep, I have to get up and go find a pen and go get a piece of paper and write it down, or I can just convince myself it wasn't funny. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> uh, so, well, Taylor, um, yeah, I mean, geez, it, it is really a lot of fun talking with you. And uh, and I hope that when you do come back up to Pennsylvania, that you uh, look us up and uh, and let us know you're up here because I would love to come out and see you perform. That would be great. Yeah. And uh, I actually am. I'm hoping to head back that way. I was hoping to go there this year, but I'm right. thinking – it should be able to add that to the schedule for next year. I'd talk to a couple of places. So hopefully we can get something worked out for next year. And I would love to have you guys come. That Most, would be awesome. Yeah, that would be awesome. I would, I would uh, really love to see you play out there. Do you know, do you have an idea of what venues you'd be looking at if you came here? I, I had been talking to um, back there in the Lancaster area and stuff, but if you guys have suggestions, I would love that. Because <laughs> there, there is a, isn't there an amphitheater down there, uh, Howie, in Lancaster? I'm pretty there, sure there is. Like, yeah, there, there, is. there is. Yeah, I believe it's in, uh, what is that, Long's Park, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, okay. Uh, but yeah, and then ov obviously you got Hershey venues. Um, you mm. got, yeah. You got Hershey Theater, you got Hershey Stadium. 
there's a lot of different um, areas in this this particular area for singing and such. So yeah, but, uh, there's a lot of really cool venues around there. Oh um, yeah. Is well, there? Let's, I mean, um, I would love to play at the stadium at Hershey. Like, how much fun <laughs> would that? Be? That would be. Well, I'll tell you fun. what. Why, why don't we? You, you, why don't you go ahead and plug all your web, your uh, social media, if you have a website, whatever, all that kind of stuff. And if anybody in our area that's listening has suggestions for when you come to uh, visit us where you could possibly play, maybe they could, you know, hit you up and, and let you know, you know, where some of them places are. Yeah. So add me. I'm on Facebook. Like I was just saying, uh, Taylor Marie Wagner. Um, I'm also on there. I have a like page. But if you want to be friends, add me and we can chat. Um, and then on uh, Instagram, it's at Taylor Marie Wagner Music. And it's the same on Twitter as well. Um, so it's just my name and then music um, just on anything. And so look me up. Send me a message. Let's be friends, everybody. Um, yeah. I'd love to meet you guys. Perfect. So do you have like a website or anything particular? Uh, Taylor, same thing. Taylor, Everything's Taylor Marie Wagner music. Oh, okay. So gotcha. Like, All right. Yeah. Awesome. All Makes right. it easy. Yeah, most definitely. Well, hey, thanks again, Taylor. And uh, it's it's been really fun talking with you and uh, hope you had a good experience with us. And, uh, and we I definitely. Awesome. I'm glad to hear that. And, uh, and then, um, that's all I have at this point. What about yeah, you, Troy? Yeah, hopefully we'll uh, be able to catch up with you next year. Uh, we'll keep our fingers crossed. Hopefully things kind of calm down. Um, but continued success. We wish you the best. Thank you guys so much and hope to chat soon. I've got new music coming up for the next year. Wow, what a, like I said, what an awesome interview. The girl is so down to earth. Uh, I appreciated uh, talking with her. And uh, one thing that I took from this interview was, I don't know or I don't think Taylor realizes um, how much she has accomplished and what she has done. And I think it's because of how humble she is and uh, and just really enjoying life in general. So uh, what a what an awesome person. Uh, great interview. I'm, I'm so happy she took the time to uh, sit down and talk with us uh, from her Nashville home. And uh, I'm glad uh, I'm glad that she uh, continues success. And, uh, and I think if there's one thing to be said uh, with this COVID season uh, is that, uh, you know, folks like Taylor and uh, other songwriters and singers and so forth, they have a little bit of time to kind of focus on their, uh, their gift, their talent. And uh, in Taylor's uh, instance, you know, she had some time to, uh, you know, sit down and, and write more music. And, you know, why not? Why not make use of uh, this sucky situation so no i was happy uh, i was happy for her and uh, i'm happy for her success and uh and once again you know if she ever gets down here and i know she said she plays uh here in central pa where we're from uh, but look her up uh she's going to be in uh, i believe she said wyoming uh and uh, if she's not already there but in the very near future so uh find out if she's going to be playing in your backyard and uh and go see her. She's a really cool person. Uh, great interview. Great singer. Amazing songwriter. And uh, I, and I'm sure I'll speak for Troy here. Uh, we wish her well, and uh, hope that uh, she finds continued success. So, uh, but yeah. Also, um, I did want to let you know, folks, that I am also speaking from uh, an undisclosed location. In fact, uh, I won't uh, undisclose it anymore. I'm actually in uh, Louisville, Kentucky, uh, for. Uh, for my full-time job and um, I just want to kind of just before we close out the uh, week I just wanted to 
mention, you know, kind of what I'm witnessing out here in Kentucky, in Louisville, uh, particularly, you know, in light of the, uh, the Breonna Taylor um, verdict and such. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, we, we are definitely having a curfew out here. We have to be uh, back in our hotels by 9 o'clock at night every night. And, uh, and the other thing, you know, you can kind of, I'm actually staying on the uh, seventh floor at the hotel where I'm at. And if you look out my uh, balcony window, uh, you can actually see in the distance all the uh, police, you know, light action and so forth. In, uh, in the city of Louisville, and uh, it's kind of disturbing. I mean, it really is disturbing, I should say. And, uh, you know, I, I I respect protesting. You know, I respect it if that's, if that's how you feel like you need to get your voice heard. But let's just keep it at that. You know, let's try to eliminate the violence, the, um, the looting, the, um, the threats, and so forth. You know, and if you want to protest, that's awesome. You know, you have you have the right to have your voice heard. But keep in mind, you know, when you start breaking the law, when you start blocking traffic, when you start setting things on fire and and threatening um, police, shooting at police. In fact, they've had two police shootings uh, where two police officers were shot out here. Uh, so, um, you know, keep in mind that, you know, that's not going to solve anything. In fact, it's only going to drive, um, you know, what you're trying to eliminate, which is the racism, uh, the violence. You know, all it does is drive it when you start acting like that. So be smart in your choices and be safe. And, um, you know, with that being said, you know, it was, uh, once again, a great interview. Thank you again, Taylor Marie Wagner. And look her up, Taylor Marie Wagner Music, on all the uh, social media outlets. And uh, and I hope to hear from her again. What a what a sweet person and a great interview. And I uh, wish her her and her husband uh, much success in the uh, near future. So so with that being said, you folks have a, another great week, and uh, we look forward to talking to you in the uh, following weeks to come. Until then. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening to another episode. Please like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH. Email us, StayTunedTNH at gmail.com. And uh, whichever podcast avenue you're listening to us on, Google, Apple, Spotify, uh, please subscribe, share, rate, and review. And until next week, stay tuned.